listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. The bonus hour on this Tuesday, the day after President's Day. Thanks so much for being with us. Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Good, bad, and ugly. What's on tap? Today was the day when, along with our final thoughts all coming up in a little less than 40 minutes time you missed any part of the show chris perkins who writes about the dolphins matt baker who writes about college football david sampson who we can talk about anything about and we ended up talking about the financial issues involved with the nba and major league baseball good segment today which he also said tuesday's his favorite day of the week just a poll question in and of itself but not as divisive as our poll question today. Holy mackerel. Can a chicken wing be too big? I say it can. And I apparently am in need of a new co-host, a new spouse, and a new country. Wow. I was just told I was an idiot, by the way, by somebody. 1,000% an idiot that, of course, a wing can be too big, you moron. Maybe this will help you out. 55% of your listeners need coffee or are on crack. Wings cannot be too big. I raised backyard chickens to eat, and those big wings were the best. (laughs) So there you go. That's the controversial question. All right. We asked both our guests in this 8 o'clock hour, and they were split. Matt Baker said, yes, they are. Chris Perkins is like, hell no. So there you go. At Mark Miller, the David Moulton, FL Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Vote accordingly. I may have to get some wings today. It's Fat Tuesday after all. This is part of, in my head, This is, today is part of the reason as to why you and I are doing a show together. There's no doubt it's in your head. This was the first time that you ever thought about us doing a show. I was on location at Pinchers. On a fat Tuesday, you were doing the shows in the morning and out doing your sales thing. I think we stumbled upon a topic. You were coming back to the office. You walked into the studio and you said to John, the producer at the time, turn the mic on. I got to chime in. In fact, John was the one that turned it on because I had written down, you were, it was Fat Tuesday and you were doing a whole thing on fat athletes. I found it to be really fun. I was driving around laughing my tail off and- I had three names. I had them written down on a piece of paper, and I handed them to John. And John just pointed. He said, sit down, and he turned the mic on. He said, go. And I, that's, that's against the rules. <laughs> but no, I mean, you don't go take another man's microphone. In our business, you don't go grab the microphone. You can't. It's, it was the David Moulton show, or what, what, what the hell was, what was the name of your show? It sounds about right. All right, you yeah. Know. I was Miller in the morning. You were, you know, the David Moulton show, whatever the hell it was. And so I didn't want to take the mic. I didn't want to steal any thunder, but I wanted to help add more names to what what I thought was. I was listening to my car, really enjoying the show. So I came back in. I handed John a list of names. Are you saying that sitting in, chiming in on someone else's show, is that violating an unwritten rule or was that a written rule? It's an unwritten rule. And, well, and you're not big on unwritten rules. So I, it's amazing to me that you were abiding by one. Well, I didn't want to honk you off. 
you know, we, we were at a restaurant eating and talking sports. There was nothing you could have done. So we okay. ended up doing an hour together. We ended up 45 minutes an hour. And I laughed hard. I mean, I, I walked out with, in a great mood and went, that was funny. That we, we had fun. We had a, a great chemistry. The thing, and, and that's what, to me, started us doing a show together. And it was several months later that you came to me and said, this is too hard. What do you think about teaming up? And I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. All because of a Fat Tuesday, apparently. And so, here it is, many Fat Tuesdays later, that we could be splitting up because of chicken wings. Right. I mean, here we are. We're 17 years later. That was Fat Tuesday in 2006. That apparently we, the ball started rolling, at least in your mind, that we were going to team up. So here we are 17 years later, and we're breaking up, apparently, if the vote goes a certain way. But fortunately for you, the vote has turned into your favor, where right now 52% of the vote says that a chicken wing cannot be too big. That's way too close. Way too close. Far and away the most popular poll question we've had since I've brought poll questions back to the show. (laughs) I know the poll question's like an hour old. Man. Ah, so there you, and boy, the opinions from our audience are strong too. I, I mean, man, you guys don't get this bent out of shape about the controversial call at the end of the Super Bowl, for goodness sakes. But chicken wings, huh? We're all in. Yeah, we've always said it. It's kind of like giving away the free T-shirts at a game, or if you're a radio station, giving away the free T-shirts. Nothing, nothing. We would just to let you all know, there would be times in which we would bring up really good topics and not, and the phone wouldn't ring once. And so we would just give something away just to see if the phones worked or if anyone was listening. So, and of course you give away a free t-shirt, the phone rings for 10 minutes, everybody calling in. So every now and then you got to have a question like this, just to, you know, just to let us know, yeah, there's a few people out there. All right. Good to know. Big story in sports today, although today is the first day that teams can start placing tags on players in the NFL. It's a two-week window. It starts today, and it ends two weeks from today on March 7th. And then the new league year starts Wednesday, March 15th. So it gives teams about seven, eight days to get their house in order from a cap standpoint and then move forward. I don't expect anybody to place the tag on anybody today. In theory, wouldn't you negotiate for two more weeks? But, I mean, I mean, think about who we're talking about here. We're talking about Lamar Jackson. That's exactly who we're talking about. And these sides don't seem to be any closer, although there's not been a lot of word out of what the negotiations have been. But they were, what, $100 million apart when this started? <laughs> I mean, and either Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley with the Giants. I mean, in terms of the guys, the, the high-profile positions slash guys, okay, really that window opens today. One thinks with the Giants, this will go a very long time because they'll, in, if they actually want to sign one of the two, they then in theory could tag the other. But you got to sign the first one. So we think with the Giants – They'll hold out for most of these 14 days. With the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, I mean, don't you pretty soon have to have a, hey, you know, 
<laughs> we got 14 days, Lamar. We don't want to tag you. We've told you for two years we don't want to tag you. But you got 14 days. And Yay or nay? Yeah, I don't – do you see any other conclusion coming from Baltimore other than franchising Lamar Jackson? No. No. And to me, though, the interesting factor, and if the Giants end up – see, it's one thing to tag a running back. I mean, the league, for the most part, thinks they're a dime a dozen. So teams, if it ultimately – if Pat Kerwin is right, Mark, that once you tag someone, you essentially are starting divorce proceedings. It's one thing to tag a running back because teams could look at one another and go, well, we could tag him again. That's seven years. I mean, do we really want him after seven years? He'll be in his late 20s. You know, we could probably get somebody cheaper. We could probably get two guys for less than what we're paying him. So we could move on after six or seven years. But a quarterback's a different story. You got a quarterback. And remember, Lamar's young. Like, Lamar's going to play this year, I think, at 26. Didn't Lamar graduate Louisville at 20? He was there three years. I mean, I think Lamar is young. You know, like the Nevis kid from Kentucky is going to play as a 24-year-old rookie. I think Lamar played as like a 21-year-old. Right, because he was – I mean, that, that was the whole thing with Bennett being older than Lamar Jackson last year, or, you know, older than a couple right. of quarterbacks. So. Yes, that's or as old as Lamar. As old. You know, right, Stetson turned 25 in November, I think it was, for Georgia, and I think he was as old as Lamar at the time. Yeah, he's 26. So, you know, you're thinking, wow, he's still got a lot of years left in him. But then again, he plays a certain way. You know, Mark, and I know we don't have a lot of Giants fans listening, but think about it, okay? If playing the style of Lamar, Jalen Hurts, remember, you said it with Daniel Jones. Pat Kerwin said it. it he needs to run the ball 10 or more times for them to beat the Vikings. Well, if... His optimum value is him running the ball 10-plus times a game. Well, you're dramatically increasing the odds he's going to get hurt. So you do you commit to paying him when the style of play he's going to have to play to earn the contract is most likely going to put him on the injured list? But it's not like a running back where they're a dime a dozen and you've got two lined up behind him that can go fill in. That's the that's the the part that you have to play is that you ha- you basically have to bet on him being able to do that and not get hurt. You have to be- bet against the odds. And Lamar has not been able to finish the last two seasons. He's missed the last six games of each of the last two seasons. Not that it matters, but I think public opinion, and I even think public opinion in Baltimore is going to be on the Ravens' side here. The fan loves Lamar, but the fan's going, dude, first off, we've won one playoff game with you, and no offense, we were a lot more successful in the playoffs with all the quarterbacks that came before you, and B, you know, Dude, you're missing a third of the year. 32.4 is the cap number for a quarterback. Lamar's looking for Deshaun Watson money, fully guaranteed. That's 46. 
And the fully guaranteed part is something the Ravens are not willing to do right now. They will have no interest in going fully guaranteed with Lamar Jackson. That's why they're $100 million apart. I think both quarterbacks get tagged. And I think both teams start to find their replacements. Well, if you tag once, the next time usually means a trade, as we talked about. Your The impending divorce is there with both of these quarterbacks if that's the route they are going. I mean, what, Cousins is the only quarterback we remember? Got tagged twice, and then obviously he could walk, and he did. Hey, didn't turn out well for Washington. I mean, they won one division title, but they did it going 7-9. and nine. I mean, Cousins turned out to be right, didn't he? At least when it comes to Washington, even the Vikings fans would throw him out on the street. Welcome back to Miller and Moulton, only on the Florida Sports Network. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network, FloridaSportsNetwork.com. We've had a really good show today, and then the show just exploded because, well, apparently we went with a hot take. We didn't realize it was a hot take. But we're talking chicken wings. It's our poll question. Can a wing be too big? And apparently it can. But, David, you should feel good. You've increased your lead with more votes. 55% of the vote now says that a chicken wing cannot be too big. This is frightening, though, it's that it's this close. It's absolutely frightening. So that, Mark Miller, the David Moulton, FL Sports Network on Twitter or floridasportsnetwork.com vote. It's important. It really is. I just had to end my marriage. After nearly 27 years. Is she aware? Oh, yeah. I told her right to her face. Well, we're done. All right. Of course, I have to pay for the remodeling probably before we're done. But, you know. And find a new place to live. So you'll probably be staying for a while. Right. Although I will say, I mean, physically, she can't remove me. So, you know, I, I could probably hang out here for a little while while the paperwork's being processed. Just eat some bigger wings. You can probably stay longer. The funny thing is, I'm pretty sure the daughter will be on my side. I might be able to move in with her. Why are you and mom getting divorced? Well, she said that a chicken wing can be too big. (laughs) Okay. Well, we got a spare room for you in the back if you need it. What if the daughter's on the wife's side, though? (laughs) Well, then, honestly, there's really no reason for me to be here. Has your mom texted in on this question? Because I know she listens. She's one of the silent Twitch watchers. She does not think a wing can be too big, okay? But she also has Tuesday as her favorite day of the week. So, she, you know, I mean, her wires don't always touch either. Yeah, but you take what you can get. Exactly, Hops. You know, the wife and I, we had a good run. I mean, twenty six. by the time the paperwork's, you know, processed, it'll be 27 years. I mean, you know, that's that's a good run. No doubt. Did the best I could. But you got to draw the line somewhere. Honestly, I think she I think I'd feel better if she was, you know, sleeping with the garage guy. I really would. Well, you gotta be extra nice to this one so we don't know what's upcoming. Right. All right. 
I'm the one paying for the repairs, and I have to be nice to the repairman. Don't understand it. Uh, college football's going to go to the NFL clock, or at least we think. I mean, who knows? They may reject the proposal. But there's four potential rule changes to try to, well, shave some time off these games. But, of course, Mark, they're doing it for safety. Player right. safety. Well, that's why they want to reduce the number of plays. It has nothing to do with allowing the networks to continue to play their commercials and the band to still be able to play their songs. Two of the proposals aren't even really worth mentioning. One's, one's not playing uh, no more untimed downs if a penalty happens at the end of the first or the third quarter. It's a, a, a non-issue. The other one right. is multiple timeouts. Consecutive timeouts cannot be called. Yeah, that could be a little bit of an issue when you're icing a kicker, but realistically, that happens pretty infrequently. Right. I'd say it happens like, you know, we do 15 games a year on CBS. I'd say it happens five times where either they're icing a kicker and they call them both or every now and then a team will call a timeout and then screw up the play call and then have to call a timeout before they snap it again. But what they are changing or proposing to change is continuing the clock after a first down. Currently, the clock stops until the referee sets the ball. Then they will wind the clock. And you get a good, hell, anywhere from four to probably 12, 13 seconds, depending. Yeah, I would say it's around 10 seconds. So, you know, you add up the number of first downs and what have you. But what is interesting are is the data. You know, an NFL game's never been longer also. Three hours, 12 minutes. That's going up about a minute a year. Well, in the last five years, the college football game has gone up a minute a year as well. It's five minutes longer now than it was five years ago, 323 is the average college football game. That includes halftime. The college halftime is 20 minutes. The NFL halftime is 13. So really, the average NFL game of 312 is 11 minutes shorter, but seven of the 11 minutes can be easily documented. It's halftime. Now, the other difference, though, is why it doesn't fit in the window the NFL kicks off at 01, 101, 401, or if it's the late, late afternoon game, they kick that sucker off right at 425. But when the NFL announces this is our start time, the only game in which the start time is not the start time is the Super Bowl. And they dragged that sucker out this year. Boy, did they ever. 645, 646, something like that was when we kicked off. But as we all know, who watch college football, now the noon games start pretty close to noon. They do. ESPN and Fox have their lengthy pregame shows. There's not much more to say. Let's go. The other thing is they want to get that game in the first window because they don't want the second window to be starting late. But you all know how many times you've went to turn on your 330 game and you're watching sometimes damn near an entire quarter of the noon game. Now, Fox schedules their windows noon, four, and eight. So they're not as concerned about it as the four-letter network, who also has a lot more games on a lot more networks. So this is a bigger issue for them, and they are still the power broker in the sport. But, I mean, if you think about it, you're going to lose football. 
here. The college fan is going to get less plays if they go with this. We're talking 12 to 14 less snaps per game on offense. And that's not per team. That's total. But if you think about it, that's almost, you know, that's 10 to 12 minutes of game action in terms of, you know, number of snaps. But, no, it's half a quarter. You're going to lose half a quarter of football if they go with these rule changes. I mean, Mark, I mean, if really, if they wanted to cosmetic, like Clay Travis's solution was, well, get rid of the bands and uh, make the TV commercial breaks about 30 seconds shorter and tell the networks you need to charge a little more for your commercials. Now, as somebody who loves college football the way he does, I mean, he has to know that th those two things are completely off the table. The other proposal which is on the table, however, is a radical change. And that is starting the clock after an incomplete pass. <laughs> they don't even do that in the NFL. They don't do it anywhere in football. I mean, no, the XFL. Soccer. The XFL hasn't come up with a proposal that that zany, David. <laughs> that qualifies as zany? Is that what you're saying? Yes. I mean, that's yeah. uh, that's out there. Come on. Of all the times we've talked about rule changes, when have you heard of someone saying, let's roll the clock after an incomplete pass? I have to admit, I've never even thought of that, and I've wanted to shorten games for 15 years. But, I mean, literally, if they just... If they just had 330 games kick off at 331, like the NFL, you'd save seven to 10 minutes on the 330 games right there. I don't think CBS is interested in that. Well, no, they're not interested, but this is where college football could dictate the rules. To the people that are paying them? Mm-hmm. They it could. Usually, it usually doesn't work that way. It usually doesn't, but let's face it, the conferences have the power here if they want. The conferences did get together and come up with a uniform halftime. 20 minutes, not a second more. Bands, networks, get it done. Because some conferences were allowing up to 24 minutes. And so they came up a couple years ago and made it uniform, 20 minutes. I mean, Mark. As you know, you've, you've, you've been there, you've witnessed it, and I've told you some of the stories. I mean, it's not like these conferences haven't dictated things to the networks before. You really don't think they could dictate start times? Miller and Moulton. Welcome back to Miller and Moulton. Only on the Florida Sports Network. Twenty-two minutes until the top of the hour. Seventeen until we're out of here. The bonus hour of Miller and Moulton here on the Florida Sports Network. FloridaSportsNetwork.com. Make sure you vote in our poll question on this Fat Tuesday. Can a chicken wing be too big? Yes or no? Mark a yes, because apparently they can then be dried out. I'm a, you got to be kidding me, no flipping way. 
I have the place for you, not too far from here. They have a large chicken wing. Next time you're in town, I'll, I'll, we'll go on a chicken wing tour. And you can then tell me if the wing that I prefer at a normal size is then better than this drumstick well, with sauce once on again, it. That's not the question. The question is, can it be too big? You can make the case that this wing is better than this one, but you have to make the case that the one, it, the, it's not good. Why is it not good? It's too, too big. big. That's impossible. So there you have it. I'm bringing wings home for my wife, who agrees with you, by the way, that a wing can be too big. Okay. So A, I'm going to sit in front of her, having gotten my hair cut over a week ago, and she still hasn't noticed, and I'm going to eat wings. Mm-hmm. Hasn't yep. noticed in a week? Only No. It only took me two days. Well, I beat your wife. Because yeah, I, I thought we got our hair cut on the same day, and you're like, I got my hair cut too. And I'll tell you what, nothing honks molten off more than to compliment on a haircut days after the cuts happened. Apparently, you have to be, that, that has to be very punctual with your haircut compliments. I am so aware of anything that my wife does to, as she likes to say, beautify. Okay, anything. I am completely aware of it. And comment immediately. Hey, hair looks good or got your nails done. Did you get your feet and toes done? Okay, absolutely. I mean, hell, Mark, when she tweezes the damn eyebrows, which is a joke, okay, talk about a ripoff. That's absurd. Okay, but I'm like, oh, you look good. Yeah, yeah, I got to be, yeah, yeah, whatever. All right, that's 20 bucks we can't get back. <sighs> this therapy session brought to you by Miller and Moulton. It's time for someone to take back this segment, if for no other reason than to stop David from talking about Meghan and Harry. Here's Mark Miller with Today Was the Day When. I feel like I've left a lot off this. You said a lot happened today, and what I did this yesterday, I, I didn't see it. But Karl Marx publishes the Communist Manifesto today in 1848. That was big at the time. Big. 1904, the National Ski Association forms in Ishpeming, Michigan. 1925, the first issue of The New Yorker is published. 1931, we went plop, plop, fizz, fizz for the first time. Alka-Seltzer is introduced. 1948, NASCAR is incorporated. Think about it. 75 years ago today. Hot damn. 70 years ago today was the longest collegiate basketball game of the time. Six overtimes as Niagara beat Siena 88-81. Malcolm X was shot and killed today in 1965. Wife and four daughters sitting in the front row watched it happen. Today in 72, Nixon becomes the first president to visit China. Things have gone so well, right? Right. 1980, Haydn wins his fourth of his fifth gold medals, this one in the 1500. Today in 89, Pete Rose meets with Commissioner Uberoth to discuss his gambling. <laughs> Which he said, what are you talking about? The Bill Maher show, Real Time with Bill Maher debuted today in 2003. That show's been on the air for 20 years. It's getting a lot more attention in the last few years because he, even though he's admittedly very liberal, he is taking on his own party, which, you know, used to be how it was. 
on both sides. You actually challenged your own party. Now, apparently, you're a blankety blank if you challenge your own party. You just have to fall right in line. 2016, the 58th 500, Denny Hamlin wins the closest finish in race history, beating Martin Truex. And two years ago today, Joker wins his ninth Australian. Those born today that are no longer with us, Dr. Jack Ramsey, Nina Simone, and Alan Rickman. Those that are celebrating birthdays today, David Geffen is 80, Bob Ryan is 77, Kelsey Grammer is 68, Alan Trammell 65, Jennifer Love Hewitt is 44, and Braylon Edwards is 40. And I feel like I missed a lot. What did I miss, David? No, actually, you ended up covering, you know, you you gave me the impression nothing was going on today. You covered a lot of ground there. Um, the only one I'll throw in there, Dolly Parton reaches number one with nine to five. 42 years ago today in 1981. I'll say it. It's a good movie. You like the song, Snappy? The, the song, Snappy. It's a good soundtrack song. Okay. So that's all. Anytime you can mention Dolly Parton, who's amazing. Worthwhile. You've heard folks elsewhere mock Florida is gonna Florida. Well, Mark Miller sees it differently. He calls it the good, the bad, and the ugly. What you got, Mark? For the good, we go to Naples. Jude Santacandro. Weighed in at 540 pounds. And he knew he had to make a change in life. He began walking the stairwell at the Collier County parking garage where his barbershop was. Every evening after work, he'd climb the stairs, begin noticing results. He's skinnier than I am now, a few hundred pounds later. It all started by walking the stairs. And Jude, you can make that kind of move. That's good enough for us. When did he start? David, it's a bad article because I don't have a start date and I don't have the amount of weight that he lost. But there's a picture of him and he's a skinny man now and he weighed 540 pounds. Just curious how long it took. When did he start? But That's awesome. Congratulations. Absolutely. I've got a chicken wing. (laughs) Just don't make it too big. No, big, I, honestly, 12 jumbo. Go nuts. For the bad, we go to South Carolina, where a woman in South Carolina tried to have $180,000 of blow delivered to her house. <laughs> what do you call for that, UPS? That's what I'm trying to figure out, but the Lancaster County Sheriff's Department had a, got a tip about a parcel of cocaine being shipped to a home. Quinesha Mangio, 28-year-old, had the six and a half pounds of Peruvian marching powder delivered to her home where she was arrested by authorities. Finally, the ugly. We go to Altamont Springs, Florida, where Amari Hendricks is charged with aggravated assault. David, she was in the drive-thru at McDonald's. Uh Uh-oh. When she started arguing with one of the employees about getting her free cookie. She was entitled to a free cookie. When she didn't get her cookie, she pulled out her gun. Whoa, come on now. 
Apparently, she was given the free cookie. She began to argue, and at that point, she pulled out her handgun while in the drive-thru. They called 911. The lady pulled forward and then tried to get into the McDonald's. She didn't bring the gun with her, thank goodness. But she was arrested for carrying the loaded weapon in the car. For a cookie at McDonald's. And that is the good, the bad, and the ugly on today, February the 21st, 2023. Do we know what kind of cookie? Just kidding. Okay, not that it would make a difference. It was tempted humor there, that's all. I mean, because listen, you and I used to attend the press conferences, all right, for the shootout because at Tiburon, I don't know what they do. I don't know if they make those cookies or they get them shipped in or whatever, but those cookies are like discus. They're so big and so amazing. And we would get up and do things at hours. We would get up and never do things for just for the cookies. Yeah, Norman always thought it was to interview him. It was really for the cookies. (laughs) And we had to make a key decision. Could we eat one of the two cookies before doing the interview, or did we have to wait? And we would normally do a 20, 30-minute interview. So the cookies would be sitting there just talking to us the whole time we're talking to Norman. Lightning at home tonight, taking on the Ducks. If you thought Florida was favored yesterday playing Anaheim, the Lightning are minus 530. Oh, my goodness. Second consecutive game for Anaheim on the road. Minus 530 for a regular season NHL hockey game. That is absolutely crazy. Don't you have to throw a few shekels on the Ducks? I mean, they're probably going to lose 6-1, but, I mean, come on, 530? That is nuts. Uh, Talking about amazing, Miami Hurricanes are damn near a top-10 team in the country. They're in second place in the ACC by half a game. They have a winning road record. Nobody is a winning road record in big-time college basketball anymore. And when they lose on the road, they've lost their last three road games by two, two, and three points. Virginia Tech's like ninth or tenth in the ACC. Miami's a two-point dog in Blacksburg tonight. It's a really good night of college basketball, by the way. It's a great night. Xavier's hosting Nova at the 6:30 Big East game. They're a four and a half point favorite in that. Baylor takes on Kansas State, both ranked. Baylor's a point and a half point favorite on the road. A little under the radar game for you, David. Akron at Toledo. One of these two teams is going to win the MAC. Toledo's favored by four. They're both pretty good. Tennessee's at Texas A&M. A&M's a one point favorite. A&M is ranked. A&M went on the road and beat Missouri over the weekend. Marquette and Creighton, the doubleheader of that Big East game. Creighton's a five-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Michigan State hosts Indiana. Indiana's ranked. Sparty's a three-point favorite. First home game since the shooting at Michigan State. They played Michigan on the road on Saturday. And Iowa State travels to Texas. Texas is a a seven-and-a-half-point favorite between two ranked teams in Austin. So four matchups of ranked teams, two of them in the Big 12 tonight. No NBA till Thursday, all-star break. 
either that or just load management. The guys got together and said, we're not playing. There. Deal with it. It is a hell of an all-star break they get. Well, it's been negotiated. It's in the CBA. The I mean, Remember, up until recently, LeBron and Chris Paul were president and vice president of the NBA Players Association there. You know, so they were in the game every year. And they decided we didn't get enough break. But think about it. If you're not an all-star, you get a week. I mean, there were three games on the Thursday heading into all-star game. And there's like three games on the Thursday coming out. Remember when Romo, during the bye week in the playoffs, him and Witten went to Cabo during the playoffs because they had so much time? I'm, you could be a really good NBA player and go spend five days in Cabo. Jimmy Butler is doing that in some remote island in the Bahamas. Yeah. I mean, can't blame him. Not one bit. He could not care less about the All-Star game. I love it. <laughs> Neither could the Western Conference head coach, Mike Malone. <laughs> what did he say? It's the worst basketball game ever played? Ever. Yes. <laughs> think he gets a letter from the league for that one or a phone call <laughs> I, I think they hope he's never in position to be one of the two head coaches ever again well listen his star player Jokic nobody wanted him two-time reigning MVP might win three in a row okay the likes of which you know Bird Magic and others have done I mean he'll be one of the handful of guys in the history of the league who have ever won three straight MVPs but in the type of game they played over the weekend nobody wanted him he even said it himself. He's like, oh, I don't blame him. I'm not built for this type of game. Well, there was no set place. Right. So his passing abilities <laughs> diminished a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> There's no pick and rolls because you'd have to have defense in order to have a pick and roll. Well, he actually, it was funny because him and Joel Embiid were on the same team. Him and Joel ran a pick and roll. Imagine that. Two <laughs> seven-footers running a pick and roll. So there you go. Listen, I'm all over the Canes tonight. All over. This could be the second time in 10 seasons, by the way, Larinaga wins the ACC regular season title. That's pretty amazing. Miller and Moulton. Hump day edition tomorrow. We'll see you then. Have a great day.